This is exactly right. <sighs> We're finally doing a live I Said No Gifts, and I'm inviting you. This thing is going to be wonderful. Some very special guests, gift giveaways, and I'll probably get a haircut the day before so I look really nice. It's June 26th at Dynasty Typewriter, right here in gorgeous Los Angeles, California. That's right, Los Angeles, the home of several Target stores. And if you can't be in LA, we'll also be live streaming the whole show. Tickets are very limited, so go to DynastyTypewriter.com as soon as possible. clear when you're a guest in my home you gotta come to me empty-handed I said no gifts your presence is presence enough and I already had too much stuff so how do you dare disobey me Welcome to I Said No Gifts. I'm Bridger Weiniger. You look incredible. Uh, we're in the backyard. Uh, the sun is setting. Night is falling. Darkness is surrounding us. We're here for the podcast. It's so peaceful right now. No birds are chirping. No neighbors are making any racket. I feel wonderful. I've had all three of my meals for the day. So I'm ready to go. And you're ready to listen I just love our guests, and let's have them come onto the podcast. It's Dylan Galula and Brothi Gupta. Thank you so much Hi. for having us. We we love you. Uh, I'm so happy to have you two here. It uh, felt like it wasn't going to happen. I know. There were a lot of um, production delays <laughs> on like this one. We like to make them wait. Well, it's that we want to be CGI in person somehow. <laughs> You're talking about a hologram. That's a hologram. Oh, yeah. CGI, but in person. <laughs> well, what happened was, I feel like maybe we had you booked. I can't remember. But then Dylan kind of fled across the country. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I demanded no Zoom. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then it felt like it was never going to happen. Yeah. Well, so the reason that Dylan fled across the country, I started chasing her. <laughs> Right. You weren't chasing her before? No, I just remembered to do it then. <laughs> no, I was fine where I was. And then she started chasing me. So I took off. She gave me about a month's head start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a new pair of sneakers. Yeah. This was an on-foot race? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah. I will be the first to say that a lot of my month head start was uh, sort of spent circling Los Angeles because okay, sure, by the time, sure. you know, I started, I remembered that uh, Dylan doesn't live that far from me. <laughs> and so um, I needed to sort of buy time. So at that point, she, you were Kansas around yeah, mid-country. I was mid-country mid in the flyover states that we usually don't talk about too much. But then, and then I was like, I'm willing to Zoom. Bridger was like, I'm not going to Zoom. <laughs> you were going to Zoom from Kansas? <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the interesting thing is that with me chasing Dylan, isn't she kind of zooming? Oh, interesting. She's zipping and zooming. She's zipping and zooming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how long do you think it would take to walk to Kansas? Truly. I walk pretty fast. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Prove Six it. Six days. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that would... 
I mean, thinking that of can't like, be right. the I, last historical would, like pioneers walking, it probably would take six months. That's what does that yeah. seem right? Well, if okay, let's say I'm walking but not stopping at any point. You're right. gonna want to stop to and go to Disneyland. I'm gonna want <laughs> so to stop. You're going to, south. Before yeah, you go to Kansas, <laughs> it's okay. out of the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're also going to want to stop in Disney World just to compare the experiences. Oh, you don't want to wait too long. Of course. <laughs> um, I think it would take I think it would take a while. Um I think uh what I think is a brilliant idea for a TV show. Um so if your listeners could right now promise not to steal it. Okay. There it's a pretty loyal bunch. Okay. Wonderful. Um so this is just between us and all of your listeners. Okay. Okay. Um Okay, I it should be a dating show. <laughs> it's called Lady and the Tramp. Okay. Here's what happens. You pair up two people who have never met on either coast. <laughs> they both have one side of the longest noodle. <laughs> and then they walk to each other. And then wherever they kiss... That's where they have their first date. That is a perfect idea. I don't see anything wrong with that. So fucked up is I hang out with Brothies so much that I was like, oh, the dating show. <laughs> I was like, oh, the Her noodle. one idea. Yeah. Can't leave anyone alone about. Well, I will say that. It hasn't changed a bit. I will say, I'm not a particularly inventive person. So the day I had an idea, I told everyone and continue to. My big idea is Macy's Day Parade horror movie. Oh, and what happens there? The balloons come alive. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually so scary. And that's the biggest the version. Parade goers? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I haven't gotten that far. <laughs> In my mind, it's actually the night before. Like, I don't know. It's actually. Oh, that's spookier. Yeah, the warehouse. You know what? Oh. Can I pitch? Can I pitch on it? The the only safe place from the uh from the floats inside coming it. out is and no oh, inside. Sorry. It's inside the Macy's and you have to go shopping with your mom. Oh, shit. <laughs> and she has so many coupons. That's not... Uh, I was going to say the bottom of the ocean. Like, it's a, ra- a race to the bottom of the ocean where the balloons can't <laughs> get. Because the SpongeBob balloon <laughs> is alive. Right. Yeah. I feel like that would be the only safe place from a balloon. Sure. Uh, maybe a place with a lot of sharp objects. Yeah. So you're just saying there's like a protective aura over the Macy's that doesn't allow I- the balloons in. I mean, we've had years of Macy's Thanksgiving Day parades. Have you ever seen the balloons go into Macy's? <laughs> no. Have you ever seen them not? <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you win this one. <laughs> the wind moves Charlie Brown's face towards the Macy's, and he makes the active decision not to go. Have you? Have either of you ever been to the Macy's Day Parade? Yes. You have? Yes. Yes. I was also thinking about, I've also watched it on TV. Well, <laughs> have either of you ever watched the parade on television? And I've been so jealous of everyone on the float because I wasn't. <laughs> but you've been there live in person? I think as a little kid, I was taken there one time, oh, probably. Okay. I, and I don't remember that at all, but I know it happened. But yeah, I just like, that's the most famous you can be to me is being like somebody on the float from like a Broadway show. <laughs> <laughs> that is, a, I mean, a, I think a pretty high level of fame. Santa Claus gets to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's really famous. Uh, he's a, he's fairly famous. Santa yeah. Claus is huge. He's so famous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you think Santa Claus is the most famous man alive? Um, alive. Oh, that's a, yeah, you. That's what I was ruminating on mm-hmm, <laughs> as right. soon as you said it. I think he's certainly up there. Okay, who's number two? 
Warren Buffett. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Another Santa Claus type. Yeah. He Ca- is in the like he is in the Santa Claus category of man. Yeah. <laughs> Just being like old and has white hair. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of money. A yeah. lot of money. Santa, no one talks about how rich Santa is. <laughs> well, you have to spend money to make money. Exactly. <laughs> That's my take on Santa Claus. <laughs> How does that even mean? What, what money is Santa Claus spending? <laughs> Everything, he has his own economy. He doesn't use any world currency. That's true. That's true. He kind of has his own labor force. Um, okay, I have another idea. Okay. Um, it's that uh, Santa and Willy Wonka should have uh, should arm wrestle and then whoever <laughs> loses has to give their workers health care. Who do you, I feel like Santa Claus definitely has the bulk like he, he has the bulk but Willy Wonka remember when he did the somersault and yeah. and you cuz you were like oh feeble man and then and then he surprised you right he's sneaky he's a snake he's, he yeah exactly that's the thing about arm wrestling Willy Wonka is that you don't need just physical strength you need you need to be wily <laughs> <laughs> now are we talking about wilder depp or Chalamet. Oh, wow. Don't forget Chalamet's got an upcoming Wonka something or other that nobody <laughs> knows what's going on. <laughs> it's a dream he had that he's going to announce. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Wilder is the strongest Willy Wonka. Yeah. I am most scared of him. <laughs> I think I think from a psychological standpoint. He, like where I, I think that Johnny Depp wants me to be scared. So I'm right. a little bit like, uh oh. Mm-hmm. You are trying too hard. You Let know, me that's, come to you. Exactly. Yeah. It's With the difference. <laughs> it's the difference between it's the difference between boo and boo. Yeah. <laughs> and he is a ghost in that movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, you're saying Willy Wonka's a ghost in the movie? Yeah. And he, he haunts wants me to the be factory. Scared. Doesn't that make sense? He's wearing a lot of white makeup. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, that is true. And he, yeah. you never see him outside of the factory, really. Yeah, and just kids, just kids see ghosts. He's trapped there, and that's what, you know. Every everyone's made the observation at this point that he kills all the kids. Yeah, but now mm-hmm. it makes perfect sense. He wants their ghosts to remain there. Yeah. Wow, wow. fascinating take. This is this is like maybe the first new Willy Wonka take that has been <laughs> made in the last fifty years. But he's harvesting them for their ghosts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's got his little ghost uh, orphans. He's adopting. <laughs> He's adopting eight <laughs> new children who are all spirits that drown in his <laughs> chocolate. That makes sense to me. I don't know. Now, did you two come here together or separately? Uh, separately. 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 You're no longer on speaking terms outside of podcasts. No, no. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> you can cut it with a knife. And <laughs> I actually can't hear Dylan's voice anymore. <laughs> I can't hear whatever sound wave that is. Um, so I just have to kind of hope for the best when I listen to this episode. <laughs> Rodley and my mom have a relationship outside of me entirely. Yeah. Is that true? They talk and I don't know about it. Yeah. One time I <laughs> called her at 5 a.m. because I needed advice. How long have you two known each other? Mm. Six years? Yeah. Six years. So how did you become friends with Dylan's mom? I actually uh, don't know. When did that happen? Like if you had been like childhood friends, I could see. But it feels like you've done this entirely independently, Rodley. Yes. Um... I think it was that Dylan said, my mom is nice. And then I said, give me her number. 
Yeah. <laughs> you were like kind of a mom matchmaker. She took, yeah. Oh, she took us out to dinner. And then I guess you guys hit it off. Yeah, we really hit it off at dinner. But we hit it off before then. Okay, yeah. And she gave you her number. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we do have a texting relationship. Sometimes we discuss Dylan. And what outside of, I mean, that to me is the only thing you would discuss with her mom. What no, else are you discussing? No, it's mostly just an independent friendship. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> so what are you chatting about? We're chatting about anything, Bridger. We're chatting about life. Karen's We're, great. She's going to listen to this. She and better. She's, yeah. I'm, she's the I'm best. slowly collecting all of my guests' moms as listeners. That's my plan. Yeah. That's <laughs> how we make our money on our Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's just both of your parents are listening to the show and paying. My you. mom won't pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> so she, I don't blame mom, her. Yeah, my mom. What's she gonna hear? I you know? know. That's the thing. My mom said to me, she was like, "Oh yeah, how's your podcast going?" And I was like, "Do you want to subscribe?" And she was like, five dollars a month. No, thank you." <laughs> <laughs> and then she said, "Just summarize it." <laughs> I, yeah, I wouldn't expect my mom to pay for my podcast. Mm-hmm. Now, you're friends with her mom. Are yep. you friends with either of both these parents? I've never met them yet. Oh, interesting. They're playing cool. Have you not met no. them in person? No. I mean, we follow each other on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My mom <laughs> My mom really loves Dylan. Okay. My mom is like kind of, um, she's very funny and she's um, she can be so mean. But because she's funny, it's correct. Right. It's the right way of It's the right way to be mean. <laughs> What is so, she uh, trolling you online? No, no, she thinks I'm funny. She likes my tweets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sometimes we both think Brody's annoying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what uh, that's kind of what that is. But she has no interest in talking to you on the phone or texting. No, I'll meet her. We'll, we'll meet up. Yeah, I mean, I think you guys will hit it off. Yeah, I think you'll really want her approval. I talked to her dad on the phone. Oh or, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh wait, okay. <laughs> now here's a turn. How did this happen? I needed medical I hope advice. That she's just learning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mom has no idea. <laughs> Dylan gets really nervous and it's like, I have to say something. <laughs> I talk to her dad on the phone all the time. <laughs> yeah, this is the first he's hearing of it. He listens to all of our podcasts. Oh, so that's episodes. that woman who's been calling me. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say he answers. Yeah, he, she leaves long voicemails. And actually, the answering machine filled up. Yeah, I'm still talking to him on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And that's why it's impossible to get a hold of you, by the way. Because <laughs> I'm talking to your dad on voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but have you actually talked to him on the phone? Yeah, because he gave me medical advice. Oh, fantastic. He's a doctor. I, I, need, a fr- I need a friend with a doctor fa- parent yeah. mm-hmm. who can prescribe me things when it's just like a small prescription or something. Yeah. I, we may have to talk off podcast. Yeah, we might have to talk off. He's Sometimes right. there's like a, a pill you need. That you don't want to wait to go to the doctor yeah. and then you have somebody's parent write it in. It's exactly. such a magic You shouldn't trip. have to. Like, if you know what you need, you should be able to just have it. Right. Unless it's like <laughs> Oxycontin. If you're like, I need like to go to like Dr. House for like a mystery. But if you're like, I know I have a sinus infection. Yes. I don't need you to yeah, tell me Z-pack. what I know. Get I'm not Z-pack. planning to abuse this thing. Exactly. We've yeah. got to rehaul the <laughs> medical system. <laughs> That's why we're here. <laughs> Oh, I have an idea for that too. Uh, does that no, have to do just with kidding. I don't. Um, <laughs> uh, but I don't think that you should have to dial more than one phone number to get medication. Like you shouldn't have to call someone for like prior authorization. Oh, you shouldn't have to call insurance. I have an idea for a restaurant. Oh. Okay, it's called Samplers. 
Oh, I like this. Yeah, it's, it's a chain restaurant and it would be like a bite of everything. Like sometimes you just <laughs> want like, watching. you're like, I don't want like a whole plate of Brussels sprouts. I want like two of them. We're right. watching Dylan invent tapas, right? No. <laughs> invent going out with friends. Yeah. Invent splitting something. <laughs> Instead, she's thought of the worst business model of all time. A restaurant that would immediately, the overhead would be crazy. Yeah. They'd be throwing away so much food. Thank God it's a passion it's easy project. To, it's I, passion. Thank God it's easy to start a restaurant business. Yeah. <laughs> I have the name and the rest will come. Samplers. Sampler is the name? Samplers. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to Samplers, Dylan. No one's Dylan. going to Sam Dylan. That sounds awful. What What's on the menu? I told you it's Brussels sprouts. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> it's just Brussels sprouts. It's How many <laughs> Brussels sprouts are you regularly eating at a restaurant? Well, that's like, I'm like, oh, one sounds great, but like, I don't want more than two Brussels sprouts. That's why it's usually an appetizer you order <laughs> yeah. among friends. You and I always split Brussels sprouts. Time, that's actually one time we ordered Brussels sprouts and food and we only ate the Brussels sprouts. Oh, yeah. interesting. They must have been good. It was a good. reverse samplers. It was, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just what samplers is. <laughs> what restaurant was this at? Uh, Momed in Atwater. Oh, I love Momed. Is, is Momed one of your listeners? Uh, the entire staff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> front of if house and back of house. Jeremy Momed. <laughs> okay, Jeremy, um, Mr. or Miss. Mr. or Miss. Uh, Momed. Uh, Dr. Momed. Doc, thank you. <laughs> Dr. Momed, if you are listening, please return to the menu you had before you made changes. <gasps> They've changed the, uh, there is nothing worse Nothing worse Especially, than a restaurant. Just shut down the shut down the restaurant. Shut the, You're not the restaurant You might anymore. as well open up samplers. Yes. <laughs> the people are coming for that menu. Exactly. And if you change it, you are now the restaurant by name only. It exactly. makes no sense. Exactly. I recently had a humiliating experience at that very restaurant with this exact situation. What happened? I wanted the duck with sweet potato. Okay. They Took it off the menu. Oh. I was looking at the menu. Mm -hmm. I didn't see it on there. I could not believe it. I asked a server, where is the duck on this menu? You gave me the wrong menu. Oh, no. And then she said, oh, yeah, we changed the menu. Yeah, that's a rough situation. Yeah. It's a rough time for restaurants. My favorite, well, my favorite breakfast restaurant, which is called... What's the bungalow restaurant? Silver Lake Bungalow? Oh, Archmont Bungalow? Ma Bowery. Large, no. Bowery, Bowery Bungalow. bungalow. There's oh. actually more than one bungalow Delicious. restaurant. They had a brunch there that was unlike anything I've ever had before. And now they're no longer open for brunch. So Bowery Bungalow, I'm reaching out to you. We've got to read. This is this is this podcast is becoming kind of a call in to <laughs> restaurants where we just kind of make requests. Do you remember Meza? Uh, of course. I think uh. I saw you two there. You two were kind of the spirit of that restaurant. We were there all the yeah. time. Like, it was reasonably priced. It was delicious. I mean, why do you think Dylan and I aren't on speaking terms anymore? <laughs> Besides the race. The, you don't have the message to return to. Well, you can't, yeah. And it was spelled M-H-Z-H. Mm -hmm. I personally do love their social media presence, which is that once every eight months, they'll post like a picture of an orange or something and then Still? have like a hundred comments going, Meza, please come back. <laughs> they must be planning on it. Pre-pandemic, and this is so fascinating for the listener to just talk about restaurant news, <laughs> but they were planning to expand. Really? Yes. Where? To basically this neighborhood. I was so excited. And now look what's happened. They're nothing but a shell and uh, 
an Instagram presence. It's not a time where you can take risks. Look at how you guys reacted to samplers. <laughs> there's risks and then there's horrible ideas. You're lucky that you brought it up here instead of like quietly pursuing it and working night and day before your big reveal. I mean, she's on Shark Tank after this. <laughs> We're throwing water on these ideas immediately. What if somebody was like, oh, it's, it's an idea. It's called Chili's and everybody laughed. <laughs> Ever, no one would I laugh. They'd think, that's a great idea. It's you a- know what? People would laugh because they'd be like, we already have a Chili's. <laughs> Chili's. Well, actually, I think there's also a Chili's too. I think that's the airport Chili's. Yeah. So you couldn't even do that. What's that yeah. about? Why is it called Chili's? Like Chili's also. It feels like um, <laughs> just a way of them. They're kind of signaling to you that it's going to be worse. Right. Yeah. Although They're it, getting ahead of the story. Right. <laughs> but the confusing thing is it should be like Chili's less or Chili's... Uh, because obviously at, a, at an airport, it's less items on the menu and worse quality. So why are you acting like there's going to be more to the experience? I think they want you to say like, Chili's too. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I think they should call it student Chili's. Student Chili's. Like when a bumper sticker says student driver. Oh, yeah, like they're <laughs> testing to become a real Chili. Yeah. And and these are all, um, you know, these are all novices. Right, right. But the sad thing, the tragedy there is we all know they'll never become a real Chili's. We all know. They're just trapped there in the airport with That's this dream. That's the thing. In a, in a place where so many things take off. <laughs> it's actually <laughs> one thing. <laughs> Stayed grounded. It's a really good point that the reason the airplane food is so bad is that it's made by students. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chili's aside, restaurants aside, there's something else we have to talk about. Mm-hmm. You two... As we were talking about earlier, agreed to be on this podcast at some point in the past. Yes. And there were trials. There were tribulations. There was a lot of rough going getting here. And uh, let's just be honest. You showed up. uh, You were standing at my front door. I was in the backyard. And you had agreed to be on. I said, no gifts. And I get a text. We're here. I thought, why didn't they just come to the backyard? That's clearly where we're supposed to be. But I marched up front. And I see you two standing there. The first thing I see is Dylan looking through the window and she turns around and goes, oh my God. Uh, (laughs) Then I see you're holding a bag. Yes. Uh, Is this a gift for me? Bridger, we know you said no gifts. Sure. However, we brought you a gift. Okay. And uh, would you like me to open it here on the show? I mean, I guess if you feel like you want to do that, you could. You also, look, I'd prefer if you didn't. But if you're going (laughs) to, you're going to. (laughs) Don't tempt me. There's going to be an episode one day when I'm like, okay, I'm not going to open it. And then I'll just open it in private and it'll be my little secret. (laughs) But uh, maybe that'll be the last episode. When we finally decide the podcast is over, I'm not going to reveal the final gift. It's just going to be, someone's going to have to like break into my house and kill me to find out what it was. We were talking on the way down about how you had the audacity to say that our show is a scam and that our show is a grift. (laughs) (laughs) What could you possibly be talking about? (laughs) I was on your show. Yeah. Yes. What did we, lecture hall. Lecture hall. What was the thing we talked about? Haunted Toys R Us. Mm-hmm. Haunted Toys. I t- I. You taught us about Haunted. Haunted Toys R, Toys R Us. Interesting. I remember coming up with a whole list of things. Yeah, that must have been on it. You talked about a few things. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. But we've got to look at this gift. Yes. It's 
It's in a nice little blue uh, pinstripe bag. Mm-hmm. Gonna reach in. And I will say, before I even get into it, I got a text from Brothy last night saying, I think it was simple, uh, kind of mysterious, what is your size? Or what is your clothing yes. size? She yeah. didn't tell me she was going to do that, which was cool. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, which okay, I thought was but you don't, great. you don't talk to each other. She may have told your mom. Oh, that's true. She yeah. told Karen. I told Karen to tell you if she gets a chance. Okay. <laughs> I am not speaking to her either. <laughs> You're slowly alienating everyone. It's a separate race from the other side of the country. That's why now you're just spinning in Kansas. Just constantly out of breath in Kansas. It's, uh, um, okay, I'm going to reach in here. I'm seeing some sort of clo- uh, like cloth. Okay. Oh, so this is just like a nice shirt. <laughs> what I've taken out here uh, is just a nice, like... Uh, plaid shirt the, in my size, small. Uh, it's from Target. Mm-hmm. I know that brand. I know the Goodfellow brand. And uh, so what's going on here? We thought it would be nice <laughs> to get you a sensible button down. <laughs> <laughs> we agreed no crazy colors. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, like brown and navy blue, you would say? Yeah, it's it's definitely, it's leaning earth tones. It's, I prefer an earth tone. I think yeah. I look best in an earth tone. Uh, a jewel tone I can work. I can't do like a neon pink. Sure. That's when I start to look real sick. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you just agreed to get me a sensible top. Yeah. There's also a card. There's Oh, there's a card? Okay, I'm reaching back into the bag. Okay, not in an envelope. But it's just <laughs> kind of loosely thrown in the bag. Um, it's a card that says, it has a little, uh, what is this, a French bulldog? Oh, I, who's to know? Who's to know? <laughs> Uh, wearing a party hat, and it says, I say you can never have too many naps in a weekend, chips in a bag, channels to surf, games to choose from, or hours to enjoy, however you like. What is this intro of a card? I've never seen anything like this. I actually it's just a, got moved to tears. I, yeah, like, that actually really affected me. Just so now. That, that actually is a T.S. Eliot poem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. That's a deleted... This is from The Wasteland. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, it's sort of a deleted stanza from J. Alfred Prufrock. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and then it, I this I will say that is the most baffling opening to a card I've ever seen. <laughs> and it says Bridger inside. And you oh, and here's the the end of the poem. And you can never make too many wishes for a great guy to have a birthday that's awesome right from the word go. Hope it's the best ever. Better to be uh, over the hill than under it. Oh, and that was written by, which one of you wrote this? Brody. Okay. Uh, and then X-O-D-G-B-G. This is one of the most fascinatingly written cards I have. I want to read the whole thing aloud one more time just <laughs> because this is uh, someone's, uh, I don't know. Maybe they're being paid by the word. I say you can never have too many naps in a weekend, chips in a bag, channels to surf, games to choose from, or hours to enjoy however you like. And you can never make too many wishes for a great guy to have a birthday that's awesome right from the word go. Hope it's the best ever. Imagine giving this to your boss. (laughs) That person's in the hospital now. (laughs) (laughs) This this person, the hospital tried. This person has... Absolutely, was in the morgue and has has moved on. Well, this person, this person, like an injured horse, was humanely put down. <laughs> A huge. What are you talking about? <laughs> Goes after that person. I wonder what the meeting was like uh, in the creation of this card. A whole team of adults got around and was like, "It's got to be fifty lines." Uh, it's gotta- and I know just the picture. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's uh, is this a Target product? This is also a Target product. God yes. bless. I mean, that's so confusing. I love it. <laughs> okay, so I have my sensible top. Should I put it on? I think it might be too warm. It might be too warm. We'll right take now. a picture after, and I'll put it on. But I will be sweating nonstop. I have a you know I like a sensible shirt. I love it. Falls on its way. I think this episode releases in September, so we'll be about a month away from fall. Los Angeles. Yes. When does fall really start in Los Angeles? I mean, if there are any seasons in Los Angeles. Maybe November? Yes. It feels... Yes, it's November. I just have to say that this episode will drop on the first day of fall, so... (gasps) September 21st. Well, mm, Google's saying the 22nd. I don't know. Oh, 22nd? I don't know. I trust everything Google says. They've got to set one day for the fall day. Uh, I mean, I... I can't dance around it every year. Isn't it usually like June 21st? Yeah. April 21st? I wonder if it's a leap year or something. These are all things that no one cares about. <laughs> and that's what's important. I can't believe how far out you do these. <laughs> yeah, about three weeks in advance. Wow. And wow. so we can just absolutely use computers to edit and uh, make it, you know, rearrange words, this kind of thing to really take things out of context. Yeah. So, yeah, these, uh, Annalise will do the first edit. Then there's a team of about 10 editors who run an AI program. Mm -hmm. Uh, Once that's done and sent back to me, I redo my vocals. And then often the episode just gets deleted. When do you need us to sing? Uh, Should we all (laughs) harmonize now? Yeah. Okay, match my pitch. Did we do it? Wonderful. I don't, I don't we couldn't so. have done that on Zoom. I <laughs> couldn't have. See, that's what clipped. Magic. It would have clipped. <laughs> <laughs> now the listener's got a little taste of music. I've been wondering, I, I'd like to just have instruments laying around that I can just doodle on while uh, recording the podcast. Would that be annoying? No, oh, I yeah, think, it would. I, it really is about to lie. Really is about to lie. <laughs> I think it would be funny. I think it would be funny because you don't know, as a listener, you don't know when you're going to get annoyed. Right. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my face when someone's playing music around me. Like, I don't know what to where to look or like. What do you do at a concert? Oh, that you look right at it. Okay. You know what I mean? But oh, like, but if somebody's like in a room. Yeah, if they pick up a guitar, it's like, <laughs> do I look at you like you're playing a concert? Like, do you want my undivided attention? Like, I. I don't know what to do. Either way, she's going to start a mosh pit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing she knows. And it's dangerous. <laughs> that, I mean, that is a good point, though. Like, if you're at someone's home and they're playing an instrument, you're like, do they want full attention or do they want to be just adding to the ambiance? I don't know. And they don't say. And no one ever no. reveals. No. No one ever reveals. I think you've just got to be upfront as the musician. Everyone look at me. Yeah. Or everyone <laughs> go about your business. Mm-hmm. Do either of you play an instrument? Um, I play, I play piano. Oh, well. Okay. So I play piano just well enough that I could play for you, but not well enough that you'll necessarily enjoy it. So you're saying my standards are pretty low. I, I don't expect much. Yeah. Okay. You don't expect much, but it will exceed your expectation by just a little (laughs) bit. Could you just play a song if I just said, will you play this for me? Um, maybe. Wow. It would be slow. That's still impressive. So you're just playing by ear. Yeah. Okay. Now <laughs> I'm starting to wonder. Dylan, have you ever seen this happen? Um, I think Bradley's pretty good at piano. Okay. I've seen it. Where did you learn? I learned back in Cincinnati. Okay. Um, I've been, I took piano lessons when I was a child. Right. Until I was about 16. Okay. And then 
we had this pandemic. And so I picked it back up. It seems the story you just told makes it sound like you're about 17 years old. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I haven't revealed my age. (laughs) I don't think we've ever talked about my age. (laughs) Why do you think Dylan and I had to come together? (laughs) I need a licensed driver in the car with me. Where do you think my student Chili is? You're hinting at driving, yeah. Laying these breadcrumbs. Our podcast is like a big sister program. Yeah. (laughs) Our podcast is technically Dylan's community service. Yeah. (laughs) I've made some mistakes. Uh, Okay. So, Brosie, you play piano. Dylan played. There was kind of a resounding silence from you about instruments. uh, You play a song on guitar from a movie that I was in where I learned a guitar song. That's it, though. You had to learn. I had to learn a song on a guitar for a movie. But you hadn't learned, hadn't played guitar before. No. Um, How was that? Po- that feels it was like hard. a feat. It was, and I was playing like a rock, like a famous rock musician. So I had to look like I knew what I was doing. Oh, uh, in uh, what's um, it? it's the movie's called Her Smell. Her Smell. I was going to say It's Smell, it's but that Smell. <laughs> Her Smell. That's right. You so you had to learn to actually. Yeah, I had to learn one song, and it was hard. Has anyone in the production heard of Hollywood Magic? I mean, I don't think you see much of me playing. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're like, oh, we tried. Uh, it's clearly we'll like, it. the that's track, the magic. The track in the movie is like the track I learned it to. Like, I don't think they ended up using anything. Oh, okay. But it looks close enough. If yeah. It looks like you're forming chords. Yeah, or... if you're like from a, a certain angle. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm forming chords with my fingers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, th- I, think, I think you picked it up well. Thank you. It's a hard instrument to just pick yeah. up. Thank you. It hurts. It really it hurts. hurts your fingers. It it's hurts. the most painful yeah. instrument. Yeah. Is that true? Probably. Probably. No other instrument really grinds your fingers that way or No, none what? other no other instrument sort of promises that your skin will harden. They say <laughs> right. they say the most painful instrument is the pen. Wow. <laughs> and you know what? You can form a callus from Dylan Galula, ladies and gentlemen. But- you can form a callus in your mind. What I'm wondering now, now is with a with a violin, do you form a callus under your chin? Oh no! You just grow a beard. <laughs> just a weird skin beard that's just kind of falling. Wait, I need to keep a closer eye on the violinists in my life and see if their chins are. Is that a good prank to put a little bit of Rogaine <laughs> on the bottom of someone's chin every night? Violin pranks. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, let's return to the shirt for a minute. I mean, what was the conversation around this? What like, what was the planning? We were like, oh, we have to get Bridger a gift. And Bradley was like, should we get him a shirt? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, I'll go do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And then I said, start running. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, shirt-wise, when you two are shirt shopping for yourselves, what are you looking for? Oh, I never find it. I'll tell you yeah, that. Yeah, that's oh the thing. <laughs> shopping, shopping, uh, shopping. I don't know. You just like know it when you see it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then you don't it's a feeling. see it. Yeah. Yeah. I will look online and sort of envision myself okay. in the shirt. Right. Then I will go to the store, try it on. It right. doesn't look anything like I had envisioned. <laughs> and then, you know, I probably buy it. Yeah. <laughs> Even though you're disappointed? Even though I'm dead because I, you know, I I paid the parking fee. <laughs> Trying on clothes is crazy because you're like, I know what this shape is. I know what I am. And then they don't ever meet the way you think they're no. going to. Not in a million years. No. 
And it's always an environment that's so foreign to the, your real life experience. You're like, yes. I don't know if, if this really works for my reality. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. And sometimes you think like, what if I try something fun? But I'll tell you, I'll tell you something. I've never met a fun shirt that isn't just wearing me <laughs> instead of me wearing it. Yeah, you allow the shirts to wear you. <laughs> yeah. okay. I sort of wrap my skin around them. <laughs> You're wearing it's a gross. Grateful Dead shirt right now. That's a fun I am. shirt. Thank you. It feels like a like a fun choice. This was a fun choice and I got it um somewhere on Melrose and mm-hmm. um I talked to the store owner. He has you know these vintage shirts with right. all these bands on them and he was he was so lovely and I was like I should buy this and it was much more money than I had expected. <laughs> Can, but I think you have to reveal how much you paid for it. Just paid, do it. <sighs> I paid one hundred dollars for this. <laughs> that's an ex- that's a lot of money for. Isn't a that? I think you say more than that. To be honest, I used to work at a vintage store. Oh, I used to work at Wasteland. Oh, w- Wasteland. Where's Wasteland? Okay, the one I worked at is gone. Not because okay. of me. <laughs> because of their pricing. <laughs> not because of me. Um, the one, the main one's on Melrose, and it's like a thing where you bring your clothes in, and then you look through them, and then you buy. You oh, know what I'm talking about? Like right. one of those. Kind I was of those like people a that Buffalo did that. Buffalo Exchange or yes. a. That other place that I hate. Uh, Crossroads. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's a whole, yeah. So I was the person that people would get mad at and they'd be like, this is a nice shirt. I'm so fascinated. Yeah, because that is, that's got to be such a contentious it's position hard. to be in. It's very emotional because people feel rejected and they feel like you don't like them. The sting of a place not buying your clothes, there's nothing like it. And you've been floating around the store like you want to buy something for 45 minutes. You don't, you're not really, when you, when I take my clothes the first time to one of these places, I'm not planning to buy anything. I'm planning to get the credit yeah. and I'll return later. So I have a lot of wasted time. And then when they reject the clothes, I'm, fu- I wouldn't say furious. I'm extremely depressed. It hurts. Yes. It hurts because you see a way it could go and it didn't go that way. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is why I think when I was in this store, I did think to myself, this man's self-confidence is worth $100. <laughs> you were concerned about the store owner's self-confidence? Yeah, I mean, we had talked for like seven minutes, which is so long. That's such a long conversation. Old sales trick. And it, got, look, it got me. And uh, here I am wearing the shirt. Well, it's a good shirt. I mean, it's a, a nice d- shirt. Now we know it's a valuable shirt. It's a very valuable shirt. I wonder shirt. if you tried reselling it, what you'd get. Dylan, do you have any idea? You'd get so, reselling, you, you have to sell a lot of it. You don't get that much money for each individual thing. Because it's like 30% or something tops. Right. I just I thought, remembered I got in trouble one time because I bought uh, two bonnets from a woman. Because <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. I was like, <laughs> we're going to want these bonnets. <laughs> yes. And my boss was like, we don't. We're not going to be able to sell these bonnets. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Just now when you said you have to sell a lot of it, I thought you meant like a large percentage of this shirt. <laughs> you couldn't cut it up and try to sell yeah. it piece by piece. I think you, if you if you absolutely crushed it, you would get like $15. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say 14 Maybe. Not that it's a bad shirt, but it's just these places are a uh, yeah. scam. Yeah, it's like yeah. a little better than throwing it in the trash. Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Have you two sold clothes to these places before? I Well, I would sell it when I worked there. So I would, that's how you make a lot of money. Oh. <laughs> Wait, how did that sort system of, work? So did you put like Dylan's, a disguise on? Uh, Dylan is admitting to embezzlement. Some sort of fraud. 
Well, uh, somebody else that worked there would buy it in, and they'd be like, this is $100. <laughs> I made so much money. And, yeah, oh my God. Yeah, all I would I'd do, love to hear this. It would all go back into the store because I wasn't working. I was just standing there. So then I, would, I knew every single— So like, oh my God. And then sometimes I would buy things in that I wanted, so I would price them really low. <laughs> A few minutes ago, you said uh, they didn't shut down because of you. <laughs> and now it's like, yes, they did. They absolutely shut down because of you. I also was uh, told I wasn't allowed to pick the music anymore after some weird choices. <laughs> How long did you work? There? Not long. I think like four months, five months. <laughs> Star employee. Did you get fired or quit? I quit. Okay. Well, at least you went out on your yeah, terms. Yeah, I stopped wanting to go. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. Wait, what was your job after that? Uh, that was when I got a TV show. I got started acting. My job okay. before, I worked at a restaurant and then that. Okay. And then okay. I moved back to oh, and then I moved back to New York to be an intern at a fashion magazine. Oh, with <laughs> yeah. your little bit of knowledge you had built from stealing money. <laughs> Wait, I yeah. remember you um had some you had like an insane sort of editorial post or something like that. I got to interview the guy oh, a guy from The Voice. <laughs> oh, Which <yeah>. guy? <laughs> I don't remember his name, but he made all of his videos in black and white. And that was the only thing I could think to ask him. I was like, that's an interesting choice. <laughs> and what did he say? He was like, thanks. <laughs> I remember you asking like stranger questions though. Oh, I asked one. I got in trouble because I asked one of them if they'd ever had lice. <laughs> I was trying to have fun. <laughs> that's a perfectly fair question. Have you? I feel like a lot of people I know had lice as kids or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Sure. Just say yes. It's an interesting answer, thing to yeah. say. If it's yeah. no, you wouldn't get mad. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, obviously you had it multiple yeah. times. You gave you it to everyone it in the class. Yeah. Look, as the kids would say, you're telling on yourself. <laughs> you're telling on yourself. Have either of you ever had lice? Oh yeah. Yes. We've talked you about both this. have had lice? Yeah. Yeah. What at what age? Um, I had it when I was like six. Okay, that's pretty young. I was older than that. Um, but then I got it again when I was like twenty because I was living. Um, I spent a brief period of my life, only a few months, living in a monastery. Oh, that and feels so, like a lice. Yeah. A lot of shared bedding. A lot and... of shared things. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So you had lice twice, Dylan. Had you've lice. had it once. I've had it more, definitely more than once. Um, Lecture really? Hall has lice. <laughs> I'll <suck> that much. <laughs> Give us $5. Absolute joy of the comb and seeing the lice on the comb. Yeah, it is very satisfying. The satisfaction, I'm sure. Oh my sure. God. It is very sad. I will say though, when I was in the monastery and I saw, and my head was, you know, itching right. quite a bit. Um, and I, I looked down at my pillow, I saw something crawling and I just... I very slowly Google searched close up of lice. Oh my God. Even though I knew it was that. What else would it I be? I was just, right. you know, I was just hoping. And <laughs> some other but horrible thing living uh, yeah. in your hair. Why yeah. close up? <laughs> well, because I looked pretty close. I guess I was pretty close you to the You had your microscope. And- <laughs> You're like, enhance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this lice was huge. So what? I just, I had the one lice. <laughs> The lonely the louse. louse. The lovely louse. <laughs> That's gorgeous. I'm writing that book. Yeah. Everyone get out of my way. I'm writing the book. <laughs> get this person to ghostwrite it. <laughs> <laughs> the card writer will absolutely be writing the lonely louse under the name Bridger Weinecker. Um, no, I'm curious what the treatment is for lice. 
Is it just shampoo? I think it's a shampoo yeah. and it's your mom getting in there with a comb. Yeah. Oh, okay. Getting yeah. in there with just like scraping your scalp. It's like a little comb that is like smaller than lice. So the lice yeah. gets stuck in it. Small- oh, <laughs> a little like That's lobster a- trap basically. Yeah. Yes, you see them in there. Well, wow. have you not heard my single smaller than lice? <laughs> <laughs> or mine lobster trap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, that's fascinating. Yeah, I remember the lice. Uh, every year they would come into like your class, mm-hmm. and the volunteers would kind of they had like almost like chopsticks or something. Do you remember this? They did this it in front of everyone. Yeah, like, yeah. Everyone, you're, you're gonna know. Everyone's gonna know. So unfair. Oh it was that. It, it was that, and like the scoliosis exam. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was just you know it, it was just kind of wholesale. We cattle call these children in. <laughs> <laughs> we check them in yeah, bulk. right in front of each other. So if something, if it is revealed, the they just have the shame of the crowd and exactly. You know what I think would be funny if um if there was like a a group of of lice that like came into a Zoom c- classroom <laughs> and, and then would be like, oh, we, that is we had a lice outbreak. <laughs> right. That's they're like kind of. Uh, Surfing the waves of the web. Yes. Kind of uh, cyber lice. Like cyber 600 lice. boxes coming yes. in. Yes. <laughs> and they're constantly moving around. <laughs> oh, you're saying each louse has its own Zoom window? Yeah. In yeah, my yeah. mind, they have a bunch of little windows. Yeah. And they are just moving. Yeah. They're constantly They're all over moving. one kid's head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only one kid has Only lice. Only one kid. And that's how you, everyone's moving their box away from that kid. <laughs> I was just imagining maybe something a little more frightening of like all of the kids are on Zoom school and let's say Charlie has lice and then a few minutes later another kid has lice and then it's like oh, how is it passing through, through the computer the airwaves. kind of like a it's almost like a horror movie for children yes <laughs> uh, I guess that's not that wouldn't be that profitable but that uh, <laughs> yeah want to scare your kids. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, and Dylan, do you remember where you got your lice? No. Oh, interesting. That person got away with murder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you ever seen hair fairies in Los Angeles? What's that? No. It's like a franchise of lice care. And they call it hair fairies, which is... Is that like slang for lice? I was going to say the lice or the hair fairies. But, yeah, uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's not a fun thing to think about. <laughs> but I guess maybe you're like, that's how you soften the blow for kids. It's like you have little fairies well, eating your scalp. <laughs> Hair fairies is actually a slur for lice. <laughs> you can't call them that. We've moved past that term. Yeah. Yeah, you can't call them that. <laughs> that business is in a lot of trouble. <laughs> They've dug their heels in. They're expanding with that, that hateful name. Uh, yeah, head lice, I never had it. I remember the smell of the shampoo when kids would get it. Yeah. It was strong. The big brand was called like Nix. Nix or Rid. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Those two were big. Right. Or hair fairies. Or hair. Let's not leave out the hair fairies. (laughs) Or the H word. (laughs) Hair is the word that's the problem. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, what should I, I mean, is there anything else we should say about this shirt? It's pretty cut and dry. Yeah, <laughs> uh, hoping to, uh, you know, you could pr- you could wear it out to dinner with some friends. If I'm gonna it's feel a so little self-conscious chilly. when I wear it. I'm gonna I'm gonna feel like I got this on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so then you have a conversation piece. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like the shirt's going to actually look good. 
I feel like this is I think just so too. a nice looking shirt, a nice fall, uh, almost like cutting wood shirt. Can I tell you, I spent a few minutes picturing you in various <laughs> shirts. Like I did some, I did some earnest shopping for you. <laughs> yeah, I feel like my mom bought me a birthday present. <laughs> like a nice. <laughs> and I appreciated you asking my size. Mm-hmm. There was a period I went through when my grandma would always buy me a medium sized shirt. I think because she felt bad that I was not a medium-sized person and was like trying to boost my self-confidence, but only making my self-confidence was just going through the floor because I was mm-hmm. thinking I'm not a medium-sized person. So once yeah. we all embraced that I was small, my clothing has never fit better. Exactly. Nope. You, you've got to embrace the size. You've got to embrace. That's how clothes work. That's how clothes work. <laughs> that's just the function of them. <laughs> um, and be- before we move off of clothing, just to give the, let's try to give the listener some help, Dylan. Is there any tips you can recommend when someone takes their garbage bag of clothing to one of these stores? How do we get the most for our money? Okay. Well, first of all, it's not personal. It's like sometimes your boss will tell you, do, you're not allowed to buy any more bonnets. <laughs> You're not allowed. We do need to circle back to bonnets. Okay, bo- for, but- How funny is that? That's really funny. <laughs> what they, were they like a gingham material? Yeah, what? they were like two like hats that you tie around your chin. That's so <laughs> silly. And they were there. What, whimsy? We can't have any whimsy in the store. <laughs> <laughs> um, like the W in Wasteland stands for whimsy. I, not anymore. It's called Wimsy Eastland. Because it closed. <laughs> because it closed. Um, no, so like sometimes you're not allowed to buy any men's shirts. So it's not that you don't have a nice men's shirt. They're not allowed to buy it. There are like all these right. rules. Or like, so think ahead. Think be like, what are they buying? They have all these, like they're going to buy for fall right now. Oh, okay. like what? Think but like when are they buying the store. for fall? In June? Maybe. I don't know. There's uh, a thing in the back that says it. Uh, <laughs> you know uh, I mean? That's only allowed. Yeah, to where the they're employees. like, yeah, this is the code for the back. We had to change it because this girl got fired. And then, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so they're like, and also, you're, you know, we're looking for women's jeans. Right. You can ask them, what are you looking for? Just call ahead. Yes. What are you ask looking them, for? what are you looking for? Oh, uh-huh, this is it. But here's something that worries me. You call ahead, you get all this information, you have a strategy, you go in and they still don't buy it. Then you're burning the store down. I would be. Yeah. I would drive my car through the store. <laughs> because I feel uh, like the feeling I have when I go without a plan, I still feel terrible. Yeah. 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 Look, I feel bad. I did that in New York and they only bought one of my things. And I was like, shit, this hurt. <laughs> you know. Do you know what I hate is when they buy one thing and they're like, but we can still take the rest of this. I'm like, no, you can't. Yeah. yeah. You're not getting this. <laughs> yeah. No. I know what, what I'm worth. With- yeah. I know what this is worth. <laughs> I'll go somewhere that appreciates that number. <laughs> I'll find someone who cares about me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, those are some interesting enough tips. I've recently become obsessed with something called Sway. Have you heard of this place no, in Los Angeles? No. And listener can participate in this as well. Now this is just an ad for them. It's S-U-A-Y. They have a dye bath, a community dye bath. You take your clothes and they dye them. And it's incredible. It's as close to dying an Easter, the joy of dying an Easter egg I've gotten to since I was like nine years old. I thought wow. you were going to say that they get in the bath. Like I thought it was like a <laughs> no, bath. I wish. I would absolutely. And you come out a different color. <laughs> Honestly, I was like, wow. LA's no. changed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm describing it like a spray tan salon. Yeah. Do you you come to- out neon orange. Do you get to do it or are they doing it? They do it. You oh, leave. Okay. So they have like four colors a month. I, this is now just an ad for them. They better appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> and you take your old clothes or whatever, pick the colors you want. They charge by the pound. And then they dye it. You show up four to six weeks later. 
And you've got these fun new colors. Why? Why what? Is it a tie-dye or is it like one color? They have one tie-dye color and then three regular colors. Okay. And so let's say you have uh, like a shirt that's like kind of worn out or like you're tired of the color. Oh. Take it in and put it in a new color. Interesting. Wow. It's, wow. I'm a, I, it's the only thing bringing me joy at this point. That's... I am going to cancel my plans tonight so that I can sit <laughs> You're alone. leaving the podcast. I'm leaving the podcast. I need to sit in an empty room and think about the possibilities. <laughs> you should take your Grateful Dead shirt when you're tired of it being white. Get it dyed. Yeah. I'm yeah. telling you, this is the wave of the future. It's the only thing I care about outside of Tetris. <laughs> it's time to play a game, you two. We're going to play a game called Gift or a Curse. I need a number between one and ten from you. Eight. I was going to say eight. Oh, oh, no. Were you really? Yeah. Okay. Well, then I'm glad you came to one agreement on this thing. I have to do some light calculating. So while I'm doing that, you can promote, recommend, do whatever you want with the microphone for who knows how much time. Um, Brother King Sings, Pretty Hurts. Okay. Say. Mama said, we're a pretty girl. Um, I forget the rest. It's just not true. You know, there's a part that says she says pretty hurts. Shine the light on whatever's worse. I think you speaking it is just as good. <laughs> Beauty ideals can be pretty hard on women. Yeah. Um, they make us feel we, inferior. Yeah, I was just going to try and say that. We shrink ourselves. We shrink ourselves. <laughs> we feel bad to take up space. I, okay. <laughs> I've never seen that time used in that way before. And I hope to never see it again. So irresponsible. Just absolutely. Oh, we have a podcast. It's on Patreon. <laughs> it's called Lecture Hall. Um, it's a lot of this energy. Yeah. If you like what you hear, yeah. <laughs> then you're going to love this podcast. If you have any qualms about what you hear, I recommend throwing your computer away now. <laughs> if you unsubscribe, don't tell us why because it's so mean. Yeah, it's, it's often- really mean. <laughs> do people yeah. say mean things to you? Yeah. Well, What's, why do people do that? They have like... um. They have a list of options that you can give when you unsubscribe. And so when they choose the option, like, wasn't interested anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That stings. That just kind of general disinterest. Yeah. They lost me. (laughs) I had had enough. (laughs) Had enough would be a good option. (laughs) That really would be. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes there's like, got what I needed. Got what I needed. What did you need? That's that's a gross option. That's the grossest yeah. I would say. But I do like had enough or let's just wrap it up. <laughs> is there any way this could end? <laughs> um, this is how gift or a curse works. I'm going to name three things. You're going to tell me if they're a gift or a curse and why. I'm going to tell you if you're right or wrong. And I can never remember how we play this with two people. Annalise, do you have any idea? Is it usually they come to a consensus? Okay, so you have to decide together if it's a gift or a curse. And then I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. Okay, so number one, this is a listener suggestion from somebody named Sunite. Sunite has suggested gift or a curse describing the scale of something by saying you can see it from space. So like you can see the Great Wall of China from space or, well, I've already run out of things that you can see from space. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess in that case, here's the thing. It's a gift if you are wanting to compare it to the Great Wall of China. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it's a curse. 
I am so on positive it's a curse. That's why I'm like, look, I just oh, feel like I haven't been to space. That doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to look that up. I don't know what that looks like. <laughs> I'm down here. <laughs> that is a good point that we're down here. I don't know what you can and can't see from space. What am I, <laughs> astronaut? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go to space. Oh, I don't. I'm staying right here. I'm staying you have here. no interest whatsoever. No, no, I'm staying put. You know what it is? If I could get knocked out, like if I could be given anesthesia and I wake up in space, it's the rocket that I don't want. Oh, it's just the ride that bothers Yeah, it's the you. ride that bothers me. It's not me. the boring or the fact that there are no, no stores there. It's liftoff. Okay. Do you remember when um, those children in Thailand were stuck in that cave? Oh, of course. Well, during that rescue mission, they were given, the children were given anesthetics so that they would be knocked out while the cave divers brought them back to safety. Whoa. They were given like oxygen tanks and they were, uh, they were put under. They all got knocked out basically. So what, to just because they were... Because if they freaked out at all, then it, could it would... endanger the mission. Yeah. Whoa. So they Isn't did that... they trick them into knocking them out? They're like, here's some <laughs> oxygen and then whoops. Yeah. They all they had to take each of them on a horrible date. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So I mean we are just you're fully avoiding answering this question though. It's that we would both would like to be put under anesthesia yeah. is the answer to the question. <laughs> <laughs> so you have you to have answer any. this. You have to answer it. I think it's a curse. Okay, I'm gonna say curse. Yeah. You're right. It, the, that exact logic is what I'm thinking. I'm, yeah. I'm not in space. Who cares? Mm -hmm. Compared to something that it's like, it's as big as a target. There we go. Wow, yeah. the Great Wall of China is as big as a target. Okay, now I get what we're talking. Like about. how many yeah, targets is true. it? <laughs> what if it was as big as one target? <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and somehow made waves. People were crazy about this thing. Yeah. <laughs> Which target? <laughs> it also doubles as a target. <laughs> That's where I got your sensible shirt. <laughs> At the Great Wall of China. At the Great Wall of China. You can get all your room essentials. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Honey, can you run to the Great Wall of China? Um, I bet you could get some good shirts at the Great Wall of China. I bet there are like uh, souvenir stands that have good shirts, don't you think? I Probably. always I always think that it would be funny to get like a, a sensible a shirt from like a souvenir shop. <laughs> that has nothing so, to do with that has the nothing to do. Yeah, that has nothing to do with the attraction <laughs> that it's connected to. Yeah, it's just blue, and then you dye it another color. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> every three months. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got one right. Uh, would you? I mean, you don't. Neither of you wants to go to space, but do either of you want to go to the Great Wall of China? Yeah, I would love sure. to. Yeah, I feel like that'd be a good time. Yeah, yeah. and I would like to get some sense of scale. Yeah, of yeah. course. Because and the space thing isn't doing anything for me. I need to see it with my peepers. Exactly. And, you know, you're saying it's a target, basically. Yeah, right. I love I've target. Kind of... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, my Google Doc is all fouled up. Uh, okay, here we go. A listener suggestion from someone named Cooper. Cooper has asked, gift or a curse, automatic trunk doors on SUVs. I have such an immediate reaction. I think they're fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not the answer. Not the answer we're looking for here. We need a gift or a curse. I think gift. And why? Um, because, it, it, you know, just a little thing to make your life just that much easier. But do this, does it actually make it easier? Because what happens is you don't know it's automatic. So you start to try to push it and then it gets <laughs> mad and it goes back up. <laughs> like, 
And you but fight that, this thing for like 20 minutes. <laughs> so normally, you know, you will have probably learned the cause and effect <laughs> in a couple seconds. You're saying like look long term. Like, yes, there's a rough learning. Yes. Yeah, there's a r- but, learning curve. So I'm going to say gift. Gift. Um, okay. It's just because we have to agree. I'm going to say gift, but it, I don't mean it. I think they are a curse. And it's because of that feeling they try to push it down, and it makes you feel so weak, and makes you feel dumb, and you're <laughs> like, just let me do it. Just let me push the thing down. I mean, I will say, I like the idea of it like doubling as a weapon. Someone's back there, and you push the button, and it springs open, but it's so slow that I don't think that it would be that effective of a... That's ex- it should be optional. It, it should, should be like, well, if, if I want to close it, let me close it. Yes. If your enemy is, you know, the simple tortoise... <laughs> <laughs> then it could perhaps crush him. He can't get out of the way in he time. He can't get out of the way in time. <laughs> I think Bridger was describing it pops up suddenly yeah, I like and the idea someone. Of it <laughs> but you're saying it's going to slowly. Yeah, you're thinking of... So our ideas of killing are all over the map. All over the map. <laughs> you're more of a crush. I'm more of a fling. We're sort of seeing the trunk as like a Swiss army knife. Uh, right. So it does offer a lot of things, but ultimately the thing it offers the most is just that little bit of frustration and mm-hmm. anger that you're like, just... Let me close the door. Well, here's the thing. I will have learned my lesson by then. <laughs> well, we're so, not, not all quick learners. That's true. That's true. Perhaps that is my privilege. <laughs> <laughs> You're speaking from a place of great privilege of being able to know how doors work. <laughs> well, okay. So you've gotten one out of two so far. You've got one uh, more to go. This is from a listener who. Declined to give their name. Maybe they're maybe they're embarrassed of me, uh, of the podcast. God knows what. Maybe they're very famous. They, they, yeah, this could be a very. Uh, this could be Santa Claus. Florence Pugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's either Santa Claus or Florence Pugh. Florence. We all, we can tell this is Florence's voice because I'll tell you, uh, let me read it aloud. Gift or a curse, cutting open a bell pepper to find a baby bell pepper inside. Clearly something Florence would submit. Yeah. I I feel like I have had that experience so many times. I feel like I have tweeted about that experience. You have? Yes. Oh, interesting. Florence. No follow back? (laughs) Florence, please follow back. Because it's like you cut into it and you're like, oh my God, I didn't know it was pregnant. You know what I mean? Right. I didn't know. She wasn't showing. She wasn't showing. (laughs) She carried it so well. (laughs) (laughs) She dressed perfectly for it. <laughs> oh my God, it had a baby. You know what I mean? like, She's always been carrying a bag of groceries and so yeah. <laughs> never able to tell that she was pregnant. Yeah. That's why she has that basketball with her at all times. <laughs> I know, so, a couple times I've cut up the little one too and other times I've thrown it away because I got scared. Oh, I'm I'm going to cut up that little one and that's a, a little extra treat. Okay. That's, that's a, a little appetizer. Little. Yeah, yeah, that's an appetizer. That's uh, samples now I have if I've app. ever talked about one. <laughs> Yeah, same uh, oh, gift or a curse then? I gift. guess gift because it's a, it's a unique experience. Gift. It is a gift. Yeah. I think it's delightful. What a fun little surprise! <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's never happened to me, so maybe it is a curse. No, it is a gift, and it's I'm going to will it into my life. I want mm-hmm. that to happen to me so bad to see that little baby bell pepper in there. What? freak of nature happens. It happens to me all the time. Bridget, all the time? Yeah. Like, I'm not cutting off bell peppers. I, it happens a lot. Oh, wow. Is so this, you you are just dying for this to happen. I am absolutely dying for this <laughs> I, to happen. I love to watch my friends dream. <laughs> <laughs> dream out loud. <laughs> Have you had it happen? Um, A few times. You know, the normal your eyes are amount. shifting in a way that I'm thinking. The normal amount of times. 
I'm buying a model. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like a daily occurrence for me, but I would say maybe thrice a year. Wow. Yeah. How many bell peppers are you each cutting up a year? I'm cutting up a lot of bell peppers. I love them as a snack. It's yeah. Mm. It, the bell pepper is a staple in my household. Me too. Which color? Um, all, all of them. I don't discriminate oh, either. Wow, you go yeah. crazy. Yeah, I like I like a colorful dish. I had a purple one recently. I've never had a purple. That's yeah. an eggplant. It was crazy. <laughs> it was not an eggplant. I know what an eggplant is. It was a bell pepper. It was it was purple on the outside, right? I cut into it, green inside. Whoa. Barney core. It was, yeah. like, it was like that ketchup that they used to have. See what I'm talking about? Like the ketchup that was green oh, and purple. That weird, that that weird was, period when they were trying to the, get that, people excited about ketchup or whatever. Well, they were trying to wake during, us up. That was during some Shrek marketing. The no, was ketchup? It? The ketchup thing. No, yeah. no, the ketchup predated Shrek, I yeah, think. Yeah, this is two on one. Oh, but okay. then the event, maybe they later were like, let's try it with Shrek. Yeah. Bring it back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it failed fine. without the character before, but maybe now people get on board. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I remember um, being like, well, in the commercial, you know, these parents are drawing so many images on these plates with this um, with this new ketchup. Um, Mom, if it wouldn't trouble you too much. And she would draw, she would draw a little She would pictures. do it. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's nice. So Isn't that nice? Yeah. yeah. I thought, you know, I thought that was going to take a turn. I know. No, but it no, didn't. Nice. Sometimes the biggest surprise is what you were expecting. <laughs> what you were expecting. <laughs> Speaking uh, of surprise, a little bell pepper inside is a gift. It is a gift. It absolutely is a gift. Yeah. Uh, and I hope <laughs> to see that someday. And just one more question about bell peppers. It's true, right? That like they're all the same bell pepper. It just goes. It's just di- different stages of ripeness. Oh. I'm looking. No one in the room. No one in the outdoors knows. I thought like the green was like the a least ripe, s- a l- and then yellow, red, or something. Just oh. different formats. I don't know. I've I, never noticed. Annalise is giving a thumbs up. We've That's... all learned something, and I've confirmed wow. some that I know something. It doesn't feel right. I don't I mean like. It doesn't feel right morally or it's what? It's like, it's not right, but it's okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> wow. It's not ripe, but it's okay. Oh, get the song going. <laughs> They've got to do the parody. <laughs> Bell Pepper Association. Weird Al, enter Weird Brothy and Dylan. <laughs> it's not ripe, but it's okay. Parentheses, Bell Pepper parody. <laughs> It's would, a parody of bell peppers, not of the song. <laughs> we do satire. Yeah. <laughs> Listener, this is just like the onion. <laughs> we have an audience right now. There's got to be somebody out there that could put a version of that song together. Oh, I'd love to hear it. I would love Please, to hear that. Please, somebody, we're reaching out, write and record the song. <laughs> and then like, a bunch of people will half listen to it and then move on with their lives. <laughs> yeah. But it'll be worth it for the the people currently present on the podcast. Well, you got uh, two out of three. That's pretty good. That's really yeah. not bad. Uh, it could have gone way worse. Yeah, that's like a C. That's yeah, a, that's a, a it's a D. Plus. It's a D plus. It's okay. unfortunately a D plus. There's kind of no way to get a good grade unless you get all three on this. Yeah. Game. Okay. Well, we passed. It's between A plus and D plus. <laughs> there's a steep drop. Yeah, there's a massive drop if you get if you lose one. <laughs> But uh, who cares? This is the final segment of the podcast. It's called I Said No Emails. People write into I Said No Gifts at gmail.com. Every one of them is a parasite who's begging for answers, who needs some, some help from me, and they're bleeding my energy, and I'm happy to do it. And I bring the, list, the guest in to answer a question. Will you help me? Sure. I'm sorry you're going through that. Yeah. Thank you. I, this is the first time I've ever gotten in a, a, you know, someone's felt for me. 
And it's nice to have a little bit of support from the guest on occasion. I wish more people listen. And look, we're culpable as well. We brought a gift. (laughs) (laughs) You've added to my pain, but now you've taken away... A lesson. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Dear Bridger and helpful guest, I am requesting help in choosing a gift for my employees for their fourth or on their fourth anniversary of working for me. I operate a small coffee shop, and three of my four employees have been with me for four years. This is a story problem. (laughs) Uh, Three of my four employees have been with me for four years, and one has celebrated their first anniversary at the shop. They are all strong, independent workers and have been invaluable to the success of the shop. The shop is just over four years old, so most of these people have been with me since nearly the beginning. I want to get them something to say I appreciate them, and the ideas I'm coming up with don't meet the mark. First idea, have them over to the house for a home-cooked meal by me. Second idea, roller skate night. So here's some info to help you. Employees are 25 to 40 years old, comma, dietary restrictions, comma, uh, and I'm just going to stop you, uh, person, right now. You didn't tell us any of the dietary <laughs> restrictions, so we're going to have to talk about that. Uh, half of them are non-drinkers. Half are public commuters and can't go far. We are in Phoenix, Arizona, if that helps. Uh, can a roller rink night and or a home-cooked meal work? Or is there something else you can suggest to make me feel like I'm a, I am properly honoring commitment to the shop? Thank you. And that's from Sharon. Sharon decided she wasn't going to tell us any of the dietary restrictions, so we've got to be very uh, careful. Yeah. It's it's not like an SAT question. It's not like one of those ones where you're like, you have 10 different characters and you're like, and how did, what did this character do? Yeah. Here's the thing that I really liked about this email is that, um, so she has four employees. Four. So using words like half of them. (laughs) really makes it sound like there are a lot more. <laughs> like it's a huge uh, Just say two. Two. Okay, so we're just, Sharon, we're just coming after you here. <laughs> uh, for, but let's, let's first of all, congratulations, yeah, Sharon, congratulations. on the, the success of the shop. It's been open for four years. And the employee retention at this place is through the roof. Yeah, that's fantastic. I feel like at a coffee shop, somebody shows up and works for three weeks and then moves on. Oh, I've never seen the same barista twice. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're all dying. <laughs> You don't, I assume they die. <laughs> yeah. You have a curse that if a barista meets you, they die shortly after. <laughs> kind of the specter haunting <laughs> the nation's coffee shop. Coffee shops hate her. <laughs> <laughs> That's an article you see. That's yeah. a little ad that you see. Coffee shops hate well, her. Well, <laughs> yeah, sure. And it sounds like you're a wonderful boss. People love her. People uh, this, love her. What do you two feel like... Uh, how do you feel about a work party? I like a work party. You I do like a work party. My vote would go for home cooked meal. Why? Because there's a chance that people can fall at roller skating. Night. Oh, interesting. And you know, there's always a chance that people can trip over a home cooked meal as well. <laughs> <laughs> but the chances are much lower. Sharon, right. Sharon, I disagree. I'm saying roller skating night because they have dietary restrictions. They want to eat before they come. Oh, interesting. They want to eat before they come. They want to figure out their own dinner and then hang out. Right. If Sharon tries... And when you are cooking for people with dietary restrictions, I feel like you're never careful enough. And Sharon, for all we know, is completely reckless. The only thing we know (laughs) she knows how to make is coffee. We don't know if she has a kosher kitchen or not. Right. Uh, Peanuts everywhere. Shellfish all over the counters. (laughs) Uh, With gluten, there's (laughs) cross-contamination that's happening constantly. 
She doesn't leave the house until she sprinkled some gluten all over her appliances. <laughs> she dusts yeah. the house with flour. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of uh, yeah. what people love about Cher, and that's yeah. her little quirk. Um, okay, so not a home-cooked meal. I think that's probably a good idea. I, th- I think a roller rink provides another, it uh, does offer another danger, as Bertie mentioned earlier, which is they're all tripping and stumbling and uh, falling all over each other. And then, you know, tomorrow morning, the big coffee rush, but you've got half your employees out. <laughs> oh, they got so injured they, they can't come to work. so <laughs> injured and mad at each other. They blamed each other for and, it. uh-oh, I'm in line. <laughs> <laughs> She's coming. We only have one employee left. That's how Sharon dies. Sharon, I have a group order. (laughs) She sees Dylan slowly moving through the parking lot towards the entrance. She's like frantically trying to lock the door. I'm in no rush. (laughs) Dylan walking so slowly. (laughs) That is Sharon. Well, it seems like those are both loser ideas. Then she shouldn't do either. Maybe it's just a gift card to, um, well, but not another. Co- it feels like a gift card is usually to a coffee place. Well, maybe everyone decide on a restaurant together. Oh, interesting. But then oh, I feel like getting everyone on board with one restaurant is going to lead to some hurt feelings. It's all, Bridger, can I tell you, every single scenario that she has presented us will end in her feelings. <laughs> <laughs> But isn't that how it is? Isn't that the way it is? What does that mean? Isn't that the way it is? Everything ends in hurt feelings? You've never been in a scenario. I'm like, I have these employees. Like, It's hard. You can't make everybody happy all the time. Maybe it's laser tag night. Oh, that would be yeah, that's fun. Really fun. Less, you don't have to yeah. have as much of a skill. Exactly. You get to keep your sneakers on. And roller skating, you show up at one of those roller rinks and you've got those hot shots doing the backwards skating yeah. and all this. And suddenly Sharon's coffee shop is ruining everyone's skate night. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Sharon, take them to laser tag. I feel like Phoenix is just overflowing with laser tag. Yeah. It's the and- laser tag capital of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Sharon, you've, uh, you've gotten your answer. Uh, take that forward. And if your employees have a problem with that, they can become dedicated listeners to this podcast. Um, along with both of our guests' moms. And uh, we'll all have a wonderful time. It feels like we answered that perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see any problem with how we answered that question. (sighs) I do so much. You two have helped a little bit. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Well, I've got this new shirt, which uh, I'm going to have to slowly uh, acclimate to, basically. Kind of... Maybe I'll wear it around the house alone for a while and just try to forget that it's from the podcast. It's too genuinely possible. It's like a possible shirt that you could have. Oh, this is absolutely... I I honestly probably have a shirt almost identical to this in my closet. (laughs) So it's something I would have bought at some point. Maybe, but this is what I do. I take it to the dye bath. Wow. Yeah, personalize it. Personalize it for myself. And then it's like, not only is it from the podcast, but I made it my own. Exactly. And now I can wear it with pride and without shame. Exactly. We'll see what happens. You two, I've had an absolutely fantastic time with you. What a joy. This has been the most fun. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for being here. And listener, the podcast is over. It's simply over. You have to find something else to do with your time. I hate to throw you out into the, you know, into the whatever with the wolves or whatever happens when you stop listening to the podcast. But... 
do what you want to do. Return here next week uh, at whatever time you feel like. I'm not trying to control you. I'm. These are gentle suggestions. I love you. Goodbye. I Said No Gifts is an exactly right production. It's produced by our dear friend Annalise Nelson, and it's beautifully mixed by John Brantley. And we couldn't do it without our guest booker, Patrick Cottoner. The theme song, of course, could only come from miracle worker Amy Mann. You must follow the show on Instagram at I Said No Gifts. I don't want to hear any excuses. That's where you get to see pictures of all these gorgeous gifts I'm getting. And don't you want to see pictures of the gifts? But I invited you here Thought I made myself perfectly clear When you're a guest in my home Follow I Said No Gifts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I really don't care. Just don't miss an episode. And if you like what you hear, rate and review the show. It's the least you can do. It really is. It's the bare minimum. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase I Said No Gifts merch. What a wonderful way to support the show. Support the show!